It's time to go prop shopping. We've got BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio with you. We've got 12 games on the Major League Baseball card, some props that I'm interested in. Joe, Joe G, same deal there. But we do want to wrap up our draft. It's a third-round draft on these NFL broadcast teams. And i got to tell you, I, I'm crushing it right now. We'll do the recap in one more uh, moment here. But I've got another pick as we begin round number three. I'm, I'm amazed at the options. And this one, my final pick here, is is my toughest selection because I'm torn. Like uh, on the Fox side, I'm looking at Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth. And it's really the Amin thing. Like he, he's terrific. Mm -hmm. Um, he does bulls games. So I get to see him a bunch. And then Stacy King do a, a, uh, knockout job. And, uh, back when I was, uh, getting into the sports betting space, many, many years ago, doing a podcast chicken dinner with my friend, Sam Panianovich, Adam Amin came in studio to talk about sports betting and to talk about he was on the kick six call. I don't know if you remember that. So I've got a lot of love for Adam Amin, but I'm also looking at Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. Charles Davis, who has come on BetQL daily when you won't find a lot of these national broadcasters willing to go on a sports betting show. Oh, I'm torn. I'm torn. But I'll go. The tiebreaker is the partner. And Eagle is one of the best. He's one of the most entertaining play-by-play voices in the game, no matter what the sport is. So I've got to go with Eagle and Charles Davis. Not only come on the show, but uh, when I was coming up in the business as a producer, text him, call him anytime. I'm down. I'm I'm going to come on the air, no doubt about it. And and I'm going to talk for about a half hour if that's cool with you. So uh, I'm going to go with Eagle and Davis. It's a good pick. Quick story on Ian Eagle. Did you ever hear how Ian Eagle got his start in play-by-play? I feel like I know this. Remind me. So Ian Eagle was young doing uh, updates at the fan in New York. Like he was like 23, 24. He had never called a basketball game in his life. And the Nets play-by-play radio job came open. He watched an old game, did it on tape, and sent it to them as if like he actually called the game. And they, they they liked it, and Ian Eagle became a play-by-play guy. It's a, cr- a crazy rise. He's I like Ian Eagle. He's he's really good. And so his I, son's I like terrific. Guy. On the Clippers. Yeah, N- Noah. Noah, right? Noah Eagle, yes. He did that Nickelodeon game with the Bears and Saints. Yes. The, the, <laughs> the Eagles, are are the Eagles the new Bucks? Are they going to take over sports broadcasting? <laughs> yes, I guess so. All, All right, right so, uh, third pick, Joji. Uh, I'm going to go with – I mean, I had to save it for my last pick. Kevin Kugler – and Mark Sanchez, you mentioned a broadcasting team that's going to rise over the next couple of months, and I agree with you, Gus Johnson and uh, Keep Talib. But I think I think Mark Sanchez is going to be great at this. Like every time I hear him talk, and he did a lot of uh, interviews, he would go on Fox Sports a lot and do stuff, um, studio work. I think he's going to be great. Like Mark Sanchez is is just so much better talking about football than he was playing quarterback. I, I think Sanchez will be a star at this. I go Kevin Kugler, Mark Sanchez for my final pick. Kugler, big Cubs fan. Good dude, too. I like Kugler. Man, he works like 80 places. Everywhere. I don't know if he's still at the Big Ten Network, Westwood One Radio, did national games for a long period of time. All right, Paul Aspen, uh, your third selection. What is your third team? Are you scrambling with uh, pick number nine here? No, I think I got a more or less an easy landing spot. Go through a couple of the options. So Greg Gumbel, it's Greg Gumbel in New York. I just want to watch him during the NCAA March Madness like for updates. Um, NFL, pass on him. Spiro, I like um, the combo with Philly. It's kind of meh. T Mac, <laughs> Tom McCarthy, I'm watching a Phillies game. 
Um, <laughs> so I would say our guy Adam Amin and Schlereth are the there way you to go. go. If you could like pair Amin with like a Lewis Riddick, like obviously two different entities, but if you're doing like an ultimate last team, ooh, that'd that be good. Be a good combo. But yeah, I think that's the the way to go for the last pick. I do I take it back, pass it on Nance and Romo for Harlan? I don't know. I think that's the smart money probably says go Nance and Romo, but with my squad it's your list it's your list yeah, right so uh paul aspen's list is harlan and green gus and talib amin and stink there's value there i you know there's some sleepers there uh joe g buck and aikman burkhart and g reg greg olson so Joe G would haul it on guys with no experience. I He's, Fo- uh, and, and Fox heavy. I, I just, <laughs> I'm done with CBS. Fox heavy on mine. He told two stories about guys getting the call out of nowhere. So he's going with the. That's right. Wait. So I went on this uh, this semi tirade about how terrible CBS is, and I picked their two best teams. <laughs> when you listen, when you can see talent, you can see talent, and I see it in Mark Sanchez. That's what I'm saying. No, so uh, so I go from CBS. I get Nansen Robo. Eagle and Charles Davis, and I get Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. I mean, come on, pretty good. People. Pretty good. Come come did well. Come well, on. I mean, it, again, it's all beauty's in the eye of the beholder on this. Uh, Paul, let, let me get your uh, thoughts on this as a, as a longtime TV guy. What do you think about the officials or the old referee on these broadcasts? I think it's really tough to do. I think one guy does it really well, and that's the original. That's the OG. That's Mike Pereira. Pereira he does it really well. Uh, I think it's been a rotating door, kind of struggling through. Macaulay needs to go. <laughs> Dean Blanzino makes me uncomfortable. Blanzino. Like he doesn't know what to do with his hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's and he's probably second best. Yeah. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah. So who was the guy they had to get rid of a couple of years ago? I'm forgetting. God, I, so I older, an older, an older referee, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was um. What was his name? Mike Perry. Was- Mike yes. Carey. Oh, Mike Carey. Yeah. Mike Carey was a like he was a mannequin stiff. Like he just like. And I liked Mike Carey as a referee. I thought he was oh, a good he was referee. Ref. Yeah, he but like, he just had personality as a ref. You yeah. put the camera on him, and it was like, oh my goodness, I, I need to turn this off. Hey man, just hire Hockey Lee. What would it take? Hmm. That would be interesting. That would be entertaining. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Terry McCauley needs to go. Team Blandino. I. Pereira adds value to the broadcast. The problem is these other networks can't replicate uh, Pereira. That's that's the big issue there. But I love it when they're like, huh? Well, we'll find out. Like, no, that's not why you're here to tell, tell us, us we'll think. find out. Yeah, do you have something? Yeah. Worse than that was like, I feel like Carrie's like percentage of getting things right, like it would always go the other way. He'd be like, oh yeah, I think this, and the call would always go the other. Mike, way. I wish you could have live bet Mike Carey's pick because you just fade him every time. You would have won. Uh, under the radar, we didn't get to. The Amazon Prime deal starts next year for 10 mm-hmm. years. Like, I thought they were going to just test it out. Like, we'll try it here, see if people are willing to go to Amazon Prime. They went all in, and that starts uh, next year, 2022, right? For Thursday Night Football, all the games are going to be on Amazon Prime, and people will complain about it, even though they watch plenty of shows on Netflix and Prime and all that stuff. So what is uh, it? That's uh, Andrew Catalan, James Lofton. Is that that one? I, I thought that was the scout one with Brooks and oh. Jeremiah, right? Okay. So we. Don't I know like those guys a lot. I like those guys. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I know I saw I was actually reading about it this morning um, or saw an old tweet or maybe it was recent, but about like they're pursuing Al 
mean, they'd love to get out. I think his contract is up after this year. But if know, we're doing it, they'd like to get him, obviously. Well, Puerto Rico's been sitting in NBC waiting for Al to retire so he could take the, the, the mantle, and Al won't leave. Joe G, you're, you're a Buck guy, but um, do you think Buck is, is better than Michaels? I'd rather listen to a Buck game, but I do think Michaels is Michaels is great. Michaels brings everything you want to the to the mix. I just I just love the Buck Aikman. I just, I just love that production. I just think it's the best one. And I like Collinsworth, but I mean sometimes I feel like I'm watching a commercial for PFF. Like, can we can we settle down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> like, does everything is, have to be with? The, I mean, he owns the company. I get it, but see, I didn't. I don't think they do that much. I think they just do some. It's so much more than anybody else. Yeah, well, it, well, that's and maybe that's why it stands out to me. It's just it's way yeah. more than anybody else. Yeah, we uh, uh, last year we had Eric Eager on for Pro Football Focus, and he was on the video. And during the interview, Collinsworth came over. He came over his shoulder and started talking. Oh, like he was in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he walked yeah. by in the office. Yeah, it was uh, it's pretty cool. Um, Faith Hill, Pink, or Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood. I think they got it right with Carrie. What do you about you, Paul? Oh, yeah, he, he likes faith. faith. He likes faith. faith. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll I, faith. I was not happy when they got rid of her. I, I think happy. everyone was upset. It felt, it felt like a, it, an unnecessary move, but they, they, they handled it well. They got it right. Uh, you're number nine for Carrie Underwood uh, coming up. And if you pay close attention, they change up the song a little bit every year. Great job. All right. Can you tell we're ready for the NFL season, which starts right. officially in about two weeks as we're breaking down we, all we, these podcasts? We can't stop. We, we can't get off this. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Uh, let's take a look at Major League Baseball card for this Thursday. And we talked about some sides and totals that we're interested in. But what about props? Uh, Joe G, we always like to start with some of the home runs. Where are we looking for this Thursday? Yeah, I think there could be some runs scored. And I'll, I'll say home runs today. Hit Diamondbacks, Phillies. We'll start here. Joe, I woke up this morning. It's about It was about 80 degrees. We've got like 90% humidity on the East Coast. It is... There's, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, there's a point in summer where I can't wait for fall weather. We're here. It's gross outside. My windows are fogged up when I wake up because it's so hot. That tells me there's going to be runs tonight in Philadelphia. Zach Gallen, Zach Eflin on the mound. Two right-handed pitchers, neither having great years. Uh, I think Eflin's pretty good, but his ERA is over four. Underlying metrics a little bit better than that. I don't think Gallen's been right since his injury. And the uh, the total in this game is eight and a half. I think there's going to be runs. I can see Bryce Harper, who had a home run last night, going deep again. Uh, and keep an eye on this one if you're looking to, to play some props on Diamondbacks for the run total. Eflin threw a rehab assignment last weekend, only threw 31 pitches. The Phillies are rushing him back to the major leagues because they're desperate. I don't know if he goes more than 50 pitches tonight. So this is a bullpen game for the Phillies, basically, after the okay. third or fourth inning. Uh, Gallon hasn't been great. I, I think we get runs and home runs tonight in Philadelphia. I'd look towards Bryce. Uh, maybe Cattell Marte for the Diamondbacks. If you, wherever you, you like the Diamondbacks or Phillies, home run hitters tonight could be a night for, for bo some bombs in Philadelphia. I am trying to find some value and it's tough. Like Schwarber's interesting. Remember we laughed yesterday that he was plus right. 200 and I, I don't regret not betting it. Uh, but he hit one yesterday, right? Yeah. He did hit one at two to one, I believe. And he's around yeah. the same price today. So yeah, I like him to hit a homer, but I'm just not interested in this price. But um, you did have some Red Sox twins for us, right? I yeah, 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 I do. I, I think the Twins are worth a look at such a great price. 
But uh, the prop that jumps out to me on the pitching side is Chris Sale. His K prop is seven and a half. Seven and a half. So he's been back for two outings. Each of those, he lasted only five five innings. And he was limited to 89 pitches. And then his last start, 71 pitches. I, name values there. So that's why this is up a little bit. But I, I've got to go under seven and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would too. I mean, I know he had, look, it looked like his last start, it was going to roll. It was Texas his last start, I think, late last week. And then, you know, the, the pitch count, like he's still trying to build up. This is a guy that's missed a lot of time in the big leagues. And you right. mentioned earlier, the Twins do have some good history against him. So this will not be the easiest outing a lot of powerful right-handed hitters yeah chris sale is he's a guy if you if you like if you were someone that always bet his k props back in the day you probably want to jump on him like wow chris sale's back but is this the same chris sale like is this the chris no. sale of three years ago when you started you know his first eight years in the big leagues like a hall of fame right i don't know when we're getting back to that chris sale i would go under two it's a big number it's a really big number speaking of twins that have good history against chris sale we've got uh, josh donaldson here Five home runs. He's 10 for 33 with five home runs against Sale. And uh, Miguel Sano is 6 for 15, hitting 400 and 1,100 OPS against Sale. So I, I think there's another reason. I mean, maybe maybe he struggles a little bit. But, man, am, am I just talking myself into a big number here with the Twins? I, I just don't think this should be $3. I don't either. No, it's, it's, well, it's, it's too big. I mean, the Twins are a weird team where they're so bad in April that it just destroyed their season. Yeah. I don't look at them, though, like I look at the Pirates. I don't look at them, though, like I look at the, you know, like three or four other of the baseball's worst teams, Arizona. They're, they've got some players, especially if Buxton comes back. They've got hitters that could um, that could put some runs on the board. Joe, how about a pair of strikeout totals? Don in Donaldson, sorry to cut you off. Donaldson plus 330, by the way, for Ooh. a homer. He went the opposite way yesterday. That's a, And it, he knows that park. He's, he's killed in that park for years. Pair of K props tonight. Interesting. Scherzer versus Darvish to close out Dodgers Padres. I mean, after 16 innings last night, I mean, these starters got to give them some length. I don't know how far Darvish is going to go right off the mm -hmm. IL, but I know you've mentioned this before when Darvish has faced this team. His strikeout numbers against the Dodgers. Are they begging us to take the over? It's six and a half. Six and a half. And Joe, it's plus 124 on six and a half for you, Darvish. Hmm. You don't they get are, that kind of number. They are really juicing the under on this one. Some other yep. sites are posting five and a half. I'm not touching it. I'm scared off by, uh, what do you have, the three three stints? Three, yeah. uh, they're trying to stretch him out over the last week or so. I don't I don't know. The bullpen he's, he's been pitch. throwing, and we're like, just get him on the mound. Or are they going to push him a little bit because they yeah. used so many pitchers late last night? And they're desperate. I mean, this is, I mean, they're in desperation mode right now. I'm not interested in this prop. How about you? Uh, I probably stay away, though. I do feel like, man, he could strike everybody out at one of the innings he's out there. Quickly, Scherzer seven and a half against the Padres tonight. Mm, not touching it. Not touching it. Padres are probably going to lose again, though. Uh, here's one I do want to throw out. Mitch Keller of the Pirates. They set the number at five and a half. Now, he had six in his last outing. But uh, before that, five consecutive games, he went under five and a half. That's, uh, that's where I would go against St. Louis. Yeah, unders the play. He's supposed to be good, and he's never actually any good. That kind of sums <laughs> up the Pirates. Yep. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, this is a BetQL Daily. Coming up next, let's talk some college football. Alex Coloda J from the Action Network will be here. And we'll talk week zero picks. Joe O, Joe G, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.